1: Here they come to the stripe. Richard Petty's STP Oldsmobile. Waltrip dives to the inside. Petty almost put him off in the grass, and Richard Petty will win.
0: I mean, he's the best racer ever was. Most wins. It's Richard Petty by a foot. Petty wins his 200th career NASCAR victory. Without Richard Petty, where would the sport be? He's a king.
1: Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. He's coming down toward the finish line. Will he make it? Motor Racing Network presents Richard Petty, Road to Royalty. The winner of the world. 600 richard petty he's always got something funny to say always got a story ladies and gentlemen this crowd is going wild at daytona as petty takes the
0: checkered flag and wins
1: from the motor racing network studios in concord north carolina here is your host mike bagley
0: welcome back to our richard petty road to royalty series we've come a long way through richard petty's career We've heard about all his accomplishments and everything he's done. Now we look at how Richard feels he'll stand in NASCAR history in part nine of the series we call The Legacy. One of the biggest parts of Richard's legacy is the numbers he put up while behind the wheel. You know, if you win,
2: you're going to win more money than anything else anyway. But uh, a lot of the teams... If they operate like what, you know, they can't operate and stuff, they can they can win money without winning races, like you say, but, you know, that's not the ultimate, most of the people in are in racing from a sponsorship standpoint, and even the boys that are driving the car and working on the car, you know, if they didn't pay nothing, they want to win, and uh, that's, again, that's the name of the game, winning, winning is what it's all about.
1: Yarbrough down low, Petty's up the banking, Yarbrough pulls up in front of him, Petty, right up on his bumper, points his nose down inside, They race back to the checkers, the lap car head. Petty right down to the apron, There's by side. Richard drafts down to the bottom of the racetrack. They are door-to-door in the dogleg. They touch, coming to the trial down to the line. It is, I can't call that one. It is so close. Petty almost lost it as they tagged again as they crossed the start-finish line. It's Richard Petty by a foot. Petty wins his 200th career NASCAR victory. We run, what,
2: 1177 races. Nobody's been more fortunate in driving a race car than what I have as far as, as, uh, as winning races and, and doing good. But on the other hand, nobody's ever lost more races than I have either so you know you look at it from that standpoint uh, you know I I just sort of looked at the overall picture from the beginning to the end and it wasn't all uphill it wasn't all downhill it was all sort of in the middle and uh, I I can't say that anything was was any more exciting or any more uh, any worse than anything else so uh, again it was just 35 years of doing something that you really love to do so
1: you sort of let a lot of that stuff go by.
0: Hall of Famer Rusty Wallace says nothing is bigger than that win column.
1: I mean, it's the biggest out there. Still, it's the number. 200 wins, man, that is just unreal. I mean, you think of some big numbers out there, like the ones David Pierce are laying down close to 100 wins or even over maybe. Stuff like that. But 200 wins, no matter what the format was, that's still a ton of winning. And uh, my gosh, he's still the king. And people always talk about his blue cars, how beautiful they were. Uh, his persona, the big cowboy hat, the glasses, all the stuff. He really is his own individual, and he's still doing that today. But 200 will always be a number that I would tell you that every race car driver in the world wish they could achieve.
0: Some of the other aspects of Richard's legacy are the rivalries. What good is a dominating driver if he doesn't have someone to compete with on his level? Bobby Allison and David Pearson went head-to-head with Richard for many years. Richard says he looked at Pearson as an equal competitor.
1: Here's Pearson out against the wall and he rides right on his stopper. Pearson squeezes the concrete. They move into the trial, and here goes Richard on the outside, cuts back to the inside of the trial. Richard Petty is all the way in upon the track. He nails Pearson. They come across side by side. Petty's done it. Petty has won by two feet. Richard Petty has just won the Talladega 500, as he and Pearson nailed each other in the side, coming to the trioval at 186 miles an hour.
2: Well, <laughs> I don't know if it was rivalry, uh, I don't, know, I don't know what you consider. The deal was, I felt like he was the best going, and I, I mean, he must have thought I was pretty good, too. And uh, it just wound up that uh, he had a really good car with the Woods boys most of the time, something with Holman Moody. Uh, we always had good cars, and he just wound up running so many races with each other that we had to wind up racing each other a whole lot. So uh, it, w- it wasn't a deal as far as uh, saying, okay, yeah, you know, I'm gonna get him out of the way or whatever. It was one of them deals. You we went to the racetrack and you knew, in your mind, your biggest competition was going to be uh, David, okay? And you figured if you beat David, then you're gonna beat everybody else because David was beating everybody else. So
0: it was a, I think it was a challenge more than anything else. Bobby Allison, on the other hand, was a different story. While their battles made the sport more exciting to watch. Richard says his rivalry with Allison was headline worthy and brought more attention to NASCAR than one driver winning race after race.
1: They've got a wide open field with Allison in the lead. Here's Petty. He's leaning on the bumper of Bobby Allison as they come into turn three. Allison in the Mercury. Petty in that Plymouth. Richard getting lower and lower as they come to the inside. He's moving up. He's
2: Me and, me and Pearson never really had a lot of trouble except run into each other a couple of times, but Daytona. But uh, I, I think when Bobby uh, Alice and myself had a little feud there we was beating on each other pretty bad, I, I think it was good for the sport because it brought attention to people that wasn't paying attention. And, and that's the kind of thing we need in, in racing. We've, we've got the people that's coming and going and, and keeping up with us right now. What do we do to excite new fans? So I think that was something that, that probably uh, got a, lot, a little bit more press than just going out of room, uh, running a race and winning a race.
0: While some sports believe that statistics and records are all that matters, most involved in NASCAR would say they don't matter as much if you don't give back to the people who helped you get there. Richard's crew chief and cousin Dale Inman says no one has done this better than Richard Petty. What
1: a great ambassador he has been for NASCAR. And we know all his records. You're talking about the numbers, Andy. The numbers are great and everything. But there's not a story on the side of Richard Petty, what he has done off the track for the commuting, well, for level crawls for Randleman, for Randolph County, for North Carolina, for the United States. He's known all over the world, and it's just unbelievable what he has done for people through his racing career.
0: When Richard was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in its inaugural class, he felt he didn't deserve it. The man who is arguably the most well-known NASCAR driver and brought the sport to audiences across the globe said there were others who built the sport who deserved to go in before him.
2: No, no, I I look at a museum being the people that really got things going. Okay, Uh, I came along a little after it got started, even though I was there when when it first started. But you know, you you got to figure that you know naturally. Bill France was going to be in it, but mm-hmm. you got people that took a chance on building a racetrack. Say the guy in Darlington in 1950. Yeah. He t- NASCAR is one-year-old. He takes a chance on building a super speedway, okay? Yeah. And the cars running 80-mile hour. I mean, that's all it is. Sure. You know, people like that that made our sport so that when me and Junior, you know, a bunch of us come along, there was something for us there. And so th- I, I guess that's what I was looking at more than – Then the personalities and stuff, the people that built the sport along with Bill Frank.
0: One of the biggest debates today in the sport is how would Richard Petty compare to today's drivers? With Jimmy Johnson tying Richard and Dale Earnhardt in championships, there have been a lot of comparisons, naturally. But Dale Inman says Richard would still dominate the field if he was behind the 43 card today.
1: I think that comes up a lot. You know, I, I think Cale Yarborough gives us about the quickest question on it because he don't even think he could stand up to what happened back when there was no power steering and the seats was nothing like they are today. But, golly, you know, I think in Richards, if he was young, he would be great in today's car. I'm not sure some of the drivers that are out there could have drove the cars like him and Buddy Baker and Harry Gantz, and some of them did without the power steering and everything. No disrespect to them. I just don't think they'd have been strong enough to do it all day long. And, uh, but uh, Richard has such a feel for a car, he would have been super in today's world. And uh, Jimmy Johnson and Chad and Jeff Gordon, and just to name a lot of them, my hat's off to them. And uh, what a great job they do.
0: But being the humble guy from Level Cross, as Richard always is, he says times are different. And what drivers do today is more complicated than when Petty, Allison, and Pearson had the reins.
2: There's no comparison because the equipment's different, the circumstances is different, the tracks are different. You know, again, the guys that I ran against had to run against me, and I had to run against them. The guys today, is a whole different uh, mentality set up because a lot of these guys now have to do all the pr stuff and and uh, take care of the sponsorships and all you know back when we run, we just went and run we was all racers uh, the guys now have to have to be multiple talented not only to be able to drive the race car and win races but they also need to sell their products so it just takes a different kind of talent
0: so what does richard petty think his own legacy is hard work and love of the sport, not the numbers, not 200 wins or seven championships or 35 years of racing. It's his love of NASCAR racing. Join us again next Tuesday as we move on to our series finale in part 10 of Richard Petty Road to Royalty. We'll be talking to the drivers, current and past, about what they think Richard's legacy is for the sport, for the fans, and for them as drivers. Until then, for the Motor Racing Network, I'm Mike Beck.
1: Richard Petty, Road to Royalty, is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the description and accounts contained in this broadcast must be with the express written consent of NASCAR and the
0: Motor Racing Network.